What's going on with Jamil Burroughs and some more recruiting updates on this episode of Tide Talk Live. What is up, Tide fans? Stacy Blackwood here from Tide Talk Live with another episode as we look at some football news and updates and also some recruiting updates for the Crimson Tide. So we got a jam-packed show today. Hope you'll stay tuned for the entire episode. But before we dive too deep into everything, make sure you like, share, and subscribe today. Then jump in the comment section and answer our question of the day. Will Trent Seaborn, a class of 2027 quarterback from Thompson High School, eventually end up signing with the Crimson Tide? Why for yes or in for no? And as always, please feel free to leave us your thoughts and opinions on the matter. All right, we're going to dive into a couple different topics today in our show. So uh, like we said, hopefully you'll stay tuned for the entire episode so you don't miss any of our discussion here on Tide Talk Live. We're going to start with something that, that we're not going to talk too much about because we don't know all the details. Everyone by now probably knows that Jamil Burroughs is in a little bit of heat uh, with the football team and his future with the Tide is a little uncertain. Uh, you know, some of the details have been released, but not all of them. So we're not going to, you know, give too much of an opinion on that. I just want to look at it from a perspective of if Burroughs, in fact, is gone from the team, how does that affect the defensive line rotation and the depth there along the front for the Crimson Tide. Uh, you you got to thank guys like uh, Monkel Goodwine, Jamarian Latham. Those two guys would probably see the most increased snaps. Maybe a freshman James Smith uh, sees his role increase as well. Maybe Damon Payne, a guy who really started to play well towards the end of 2022. So uh, the, the depth is really not a concern, but the fact that Burroughs uh, w- is a really good pass rusher f- there from the interior defensive line, uh, th- that's going to hurt Alabama just a little bit. But it's another opportunity for somebody to step up and make plays for this Crimson Tide defense. And, you know, like we said, we're not going to dive into the details of the situation surrounding Jamil Burroughs because we don't know all the details or all the facts. And we don't even know if he's going to, you know, be with the team or not when fall gets here and, and the season gets here uh, in September against Middle Tennessee State. So that's really all we're going to touch on that subject about because we don't, like we said, we don't try to get out any misinformation. We just want to kind of give you some names to be watching out for if Jamil Burroughs, in fact, is no longer with the Crimson Tide. All right, next we're going to talk about Julian Say, and I know you've probably heard it already, but he won the Elite 11 MVP over the weekend. Uh, just a fantastic three-day performance from Julian Say and uh, out there in Los Angeles, California, get, uh, with some of the best quarterbacks in high school football, including Dylan Rayola, the, the guy who's committed to Georgia. Most people believe he's the number one quarterback in the country, but I think Julian Sayan is currently making a strong push and a strong argument that he is the top quarterback in the class of 2024. And uh, I think when you watch him throw the football, uh, you see a guy who's accurate, a, a guy who has good mechanics for a player that's so young. Uh, he, he throws with good velocity, and he just he has really good timing. It just everything about his throwing is is what you want in a quarterback, especially at this stage in his career. He's he's got a bright future and a guy who's just a natural thrower of the football. And I think you you got to be excited if you're if you're an Alabama fan 
uh, with the fact that Julian Sayan's going to be on campus next year. What a great quarterback he is. And I know it's just a seven-on-seven type setting, and, you know, it's not really a, a real football game out there in the Elite 11, but Tua Tonga-Valoa won the Elite 11, and we all know what kind of career he had with the Crimson Tide and, you know, the way he's performed at the NFL when he's been healthy. So uh, excited about Julian Sayan. Uh, it continues to kind of prove that he is – up there with some of the best quarterbacks in the country in the class of 2024. So uh, Julian saying continues to make a name for himself there. All right. One last quarterback we're going to talk about when it comes to recruiting Trent Seaborn. Look, he is a class of 2027 quarterback. So he's just now finished up the eighth grade. He's just now going into his freshman year of high school. Of course, he leads Thompson to a high school state championship. Uh, he's the quarterback of the best team in the state of Alabama. Uh, and he recently, over the weekend, received an offer from Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide after being down there on campus. And uh, what, what a way to kind of kickstart his recruiting. And, and, of course, he's kind of been recruiting for a while now. I'm a little bit surprised that Alabama has not offered already, considering the amount of attention he has received really nationally since taking over there at Thompson as a starting quarterback. But like I said, he's not a guy – who is going to graduate until 2027, but he is already already receiving a ton of attention, a really good prospect. Uh, he, he already throws with great accuracy. He's already, you know, getting bigger. Uh, it seems like every month uh, he's already around six foot tall as a guy that's entering his freshman season. So the upside for Trent Seaborn is next level, and he is a really special talent. Obviously, you don't play at Thompson High School, especially at the quarterback position unless you're a really talented player. And uh, I know there's a connection there to to the Tonga Valoa family. He works out with Tua's father, Galu. So there is a connection there. I don't know how much that's going to play into his decision-making when it comes to where he's going to play college football. But the fact that Nick Saban's got an offer into him already with a few years left to go before he has to make a decision is great because you know that Coach Saban and Tommy Reese are going to begin are going to really continue to build that relationship with Trent. And he's a guy who, who by the time it's all said and done, might be the most uh, hyped or most uh, reported on recruit from the state of Alabama ever. And that's not just me saying that. I really think that could be true. When you're talking about a guy who's already receiving a lot of national interest as an eighth grader going into his freshman year, you can only imagine what that's going to look like when he's a junior and when he's a senior in high school. So Trent Seaborn, class of 2027 quarterback from Thompson High School, receives an offer from Nick Saban in Alabama over the weekend. And, and make sure you stay tuned to, to what I do over at RollTideWire.com because I'm going to have an exclusive interview with, with, with Trent that's going to be published here uh, later on this week. So make sure you're over there on Roll Tide Wire so you can see what Trent has to say about his recruitment and what that offer from Alabama meant and just some other things that I ask him in that interview. So make sure, you know, just a, sh a shameless plug there to make sure you're staying up to date with Alabama news from RollTideWire.com. But uh, cannot wait to 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 give all those answers out to you guys there later this week. Uh, but but that's going to wrap this episode up. Just wanted to get a quick episode out kind of talking about some of the latest news and notes uh, regarding Alabama football and on the recruiting trail. And, of course, there's a lot of other recruiting notes and nuggets that we could look at. Uh, you know, Demarcus Riddick was on campus this last weekend. He, Alabama continues to be in a strong position for him. Even though he's a Georgia commitment, Alabama is in really good position to land him. And you can't count out Hugh Freeze and Auburn either. Uh, they're making a really strong push for him as well. But I really think at the end of the day, 
Demarcus Riddick will end up at Alabama. Uh, also, uh, Sterling Dixon, the guy who's been committed to Alabama, kind of flirted with LSU uh, for, for some time. He really solidified and, and said that his recruitment was over, that he is sticking with the Crimson Tide, and that he is all in with Bama. So that's some great news. And there was some other nuggets that you could kind of look into, but those are the biggest ones that we want to discuss on today's episode. Uh, but like we said, that's going to wrap it up. Well, thank you so much for watching. Uh, this is truly a pleasure to get to do this uh, and interact with, you, with the fans of Alabama football. So, uh, But make sure you jump in the comment section and answer our question, will Trent Seaborn eventually end up signing with Alabama? Why for yes or in for no? And please feel free to expand on your answer uh, there in the comment section. Make sure you give this video a huge thumbs up and make sure you are subscribed to the channel and share us with all your friends on Facebook and Twitter. And also one last thing before I end it, I can't, can't let it go. If you haven't already, there's a, there's a video uh, of Coach Saban on the VR boxing. And if you have not seen that, you need to jump on Twitter and search for Nick Saban on Twitter and, and find that video. It is must-see TV. But uh, that's going to wrap it up. I uh, really appreciate everybody tuning in to today's show. Uh, make sure you like, share, and subscribe today. We'll be back later this week, probably with a live show in the next day or so. Uh, but until then, we'll see you soon. Roll Tide.